The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back and let's get this fucking show started. I get the keys where I just come in and you know, come and play music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be Tony. Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, no, you wanted to play little dude instead. Aquaman's a hero! 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 Aquaman's a The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Okay, start a recording now. And we are Thank live. You, buddy. So everyone should we are live. All right. Welcome back to Fantastic Forum, folks. Sorry for the technical difficulty and the delay. We have Tiger Claw here helping us out. Thank you for taking the time, Tiger Claw. We do appreciate you, buddy. Ain't, ain't no problem. I'm I'm also in the middle right. of lunch as well, so you know. No, what, what are you I'm, eating, Tyra Claw? Um, just rice and uh, I think I have I have steak in here, rice, black bean, and some steak. So it's like a uh, yeah, you know, like a burrito bowl. Or you, it's morning for you guys over here, over there, but afternoon over here. So at, around right. your time, you're having breakfast. Well, I'm having lunch. That's that's what happens in the morning. I agree. You are right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are right. Yep. Tiger Claw, do you have a, a a a present opinion on what's going on in Congress with the coronavirus bill? I have no idea. I haven't been paying much attention to that because I'm I'm trying to avoid all the negativity that's going on. And just, you know, just try to you know, do what I normally do. When you say try to avoid the negativity, wait, are you talking about like the I, pandemic I in general? Hear, I, you or know, when you turn on when you turn on the TV and you watch the news and you're hearing about uh, the, you know more cases coming up and how the U.S. It, it, yeah. it tops the uh, the world having the most cases and stuff, I don't want to hear that stuff anymore because it's it's just nothing but doom and gloom. I want to I want to hear some positive. Mm. I want to hear something positive. I hear that, and and yeah. I could totally understand that. Now, now you're not you're not like, but when you say that, you're not angry at the media for reporting what's actually happening or anything. You're just like, 
for me personally, I'd rather hear something else. Is that what you're saying? Or uh, yes. are, are you feel like the media is doing too much? Yeah, I, oh, yeah okay. I'd rather hear something else because, you know, all all this, all, all the stuff that's happening right now is really affecting uh, my, you know, I don't know how to say my way, you Your know, lifestyle. How, how I live, how I live around, how I live my life around here, like, you know, closing yeah, your lifestyle. The, yeah, you know, because, you know, closing the movie theaters, I can't go to the movies, you know, I'm, you know, being an introvert, I, I'm always at home, but going to the movies mm-hmm. is like my only means of escape or going to, yeah. you know, yeah, that, or going that's to the your stores. interaction with the world at large. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's the closest I have to yeah to the interactions, and I also go to the stores, but even going to a mm-hmm. store like Walmart is a lot more difficult because uh, of course, yeah, because you have to go during a certain time when there's less people there, and you know you got to keep your distance and all that stuff, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, and the lack of yeah, uh, and the lack of uh, items that you need to buy. Oh, listen, I, I appreciate you I appreciate you uh, sharing that with us, Tire Claw, being, mm-hmm. being open and honest about how this is ha- affecting you. And, you know, that's good stuff. That's fair. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I could just sit at home and watch a movie because I know they're releasing some of those movies that are supposed to come out and th- that were in theaters in additional now. But I never really had, you know, I, I never really I wasn't really in the mood to just watch any of those movies at home when I want to because I prefer the mm-hmm. uh, theatrical experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I hear that. It's it's interesting because I, I saw a, a rumor yesterday talking about the fact that Wonder Woman might get a digital release. But and I was just like, wow, uh, that would be crazy if they did that. I, I heard that. I heard you know, the most recent news about that was that they pushed the release date to August. Yeah, well, that's I heard that as well. But then I saw this, like the the release date to August was what we got initially, and then this like little rumor popped up where people are like, you know, maybe it might get a digital release. I'm like. I don't. That's I don't know, why. man. Because the, the theaters, the, the the theaters right now are really pissed off. They're 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 more pissed off at Universal than they are with the other studios. I don't know if you heard about the. I don't know. Her, I don't know if you heard about the whole debacle regarding the the release of Trolls World Tour, the sequel to Trolls. What What's uh, the debacle? Well. The movie was supposed to come out into theaters. I think it was supposed to come out in April or something. Uh, but then mm-hmm. Universal decided to skip the theatrical release of the movie and release it straight to digital. And that pissed off a lot of the movie theaters. That Because they understand that some of the movies that were currently in theaters went straight to digital a lot sooner. So they understand that. But what they don't like is the fact that a movie that has yet to be released in theaters, they're going to release it digitally instead and skipping the theatrical experience entirely. And they're not really happy about Universal doing that. They're not. They're so not happy. Yeah, but what do they want? What do they want to have happen? They're not so happy. But what do they they want to have happen? I don't know. But they were so not happy that they that 
one of the I mean, there was an interview with some guy there. He says that they will never forget what Universal did, which mm. I have a feeling that I have a feeling well, that I there's mean- going to be. I have a feeling that there's going to be some, uh, I don't know, re- revenge or retaliation <laughs> over uh, uh, against Universal when they release their movies. Because, you know, they pushed back one of their movies to next year, which is Fast and the Furious 9. But yeah, for them to straight up just release uh, this new Trolls movie to digital, uh, it's kind of kind of came out of nowhere and one of the reasons they're doing this is because they have these box office projections for for the movie and the movie is projected to make to make really low at the box office and that might be their excuse to put it out on digital because they think the movie is probably going to be less than the than the first one and will probably bombed so so hex hex in chat he says so attire claw on i haven't heard anyone else speak did he fix the issue or no <laughs> so uh jay say something real quick too so that we can just get confirmation that the people can hear you all right um Baron chat says they want to delay so people will still go to the theater when they reopen which yeah that's what they want uh Burr says but it's a troll movie so who cares and it's Tiny, tiny children. Yeah, and they, yeah, they expect that movie to bomb at the box office because you know it's 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 a kids movie, and the first one did pretty well, but they just projected that that movie will not make a lot of money in the theater, so that's why they decided it, to just it, put it out on digital. It just but it's going to make more than the first movie. It's why definitely going to make more money than the first movie. Just because of the amount of bullshit they threw in it, like, there's so much for kids, but now there's almost stuff for adults to, like, be okay with taking their kids. Mm. Yeah, because now because now they're stuck with their kids at home, see? so they got to put out something that will keep the kids in right. check while their parents are doing whatever. I just... It it just seems to me that movie theaters, like the movie, the movie, uh, you know, theater industry, mm-hmm. should be a little bit more understanding because it's not like that industry is like on its last leg or anything like that. Like people love going to the movies; they can't go now because of the pandemic. And it's like, okay, you know, I understand that. You know, if you're like saying, okay, I'm going to digitally release one of the movies that's probably going to be like the top grossing movie of that particular year like one of these tentpole flicks then that i could understand maybe but if you're talking about trolls like yeah like come on man like it's gonna do better than than universal is projecting their projections are super low for some unknown reason okay yeah i don't know man It, it just seems strange like it's like It'd be different if it was like, you know, like, I mean, honestly, like if they do the Wonder Woman thing, that would be that w- I could understand them being a little bit more angry about. It. They're like, why are you taking money, you know, out of our pockets here? You know, you you know, you could just delay that and where everybody's going to go see it still when it comes out. But, you know, you hold trolls like I don't I don't know if anybody is going to mess around and go see trolls when you finally get, a, a you know, a, a lifting 
of the quarantine and people are like, okay, we can go out and we can go see whatever movie we want. And all this stuff is coming out that's been delayed. It's like, who's going to go see Trolls when you could go see like all types of other interesting things? Plus, another thing to remember is that movie theaters do not make their money from ticket sales. They make their money from concessions. So bringing in a bunch of kids is going to bring in a bunch of concession sales. Mm. Okay. Even if the movie bombs, the theaters are still going to do really well with concessions. Got you. Hey, look at the bright side. <laughs> look at the bright side. Um, next week, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie comes out on digital. So <laughs> Burr's in chat. He says, Burr in chat says, man, I've been waiting seven months for Trolls. No one. <laughs> and that's a universal movie. I mean, they, they, they decided to delay the release of Fast and Furious 9, but decided to put Trolls 2 on digital. That just that just tells you that Trolls 2 is not going to make that much money in the box office anyways. So they're just delaying the release of Fast 9 because they know that movie is going to make, I don't know, tons and tons of, move, tons of money at the box office. So that, that was their decision. You know, it's all about the money. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, on real quick, before we keep going, um, I just, I, you know, we didn't get to do the intro properly because um, technical difficulties. So just want to make sure we thank Scott Rubin and the All Games community. Thanks, folks. And uh, today we are actually supposed to be talking about uh, video games that we're playing. So, you know, it's a free play Friday in a very real way. So, um, but yeah, but. We're, we're going to be talking about all types of stuff, obviously. So, Tari Claw, have you been playing any games? Uh, not lately, no. I haven't been much in a but gaming like, so, lately. Even, but, even I mean, fan- yeah, you only have so many time. options. You know, I have so many options that I can do. I can, I can sit at home, watch a movie. I can sit there, play video games. But for some reason, I'd rather just be in front of the computer and browsing the web or looking at YouTube videos for some reason. Because mm-hmm. all that all that video game stuff and movie stuff, you know, when you're at home a lot and, and you have and you, you're get you get to a point where it um that you you seen you've seen it at all. And you wanna do something else. So the 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 if to do something else you would have to actually go out there. Like to the movie theaters, for example, because that's the only thing that's different than what you do at home. So, <laughs> yeah, and and gaming uh, is really difficult to play games by yourself. That's another thing. When you're the only person in the uh, okay. household, when you're the only person in the household that plays video games, and nobody else in your neighborhood around here plays video games. It makes it really difficult to even get into a gaming mood. You don't play online? I, I played online, but sometimes when you play online, it just doesn't feel right unless... Because it, I, I'd rather just have somebody in the same room with me playing video games than just be there by myself. Because it's really hard for me to enjoy it. 
Okay. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I yes and no. You know, it's like I I understand the idea of like, oh, it'd be nice to have somebody in the room with you to play games, but mm-hmm. it's one of those things too that it just feels like it, it happens so little these days in the adult world. You know, it's like hence online. But I know, like, you know, I, I I play online. Well, I've been playing single player games mostly lately. So uh, outside of Splatoon, was you know Splatoon it, Two the last, the, the is last what I'm game. I'm always playing that. The last game that I played through completion was Spider-Man on the PS4. Because I, uh, I, I still need to that do was that. a game that I wanted to play so badly that I wanted to finish it. But then after that, yeah. I haven't been playing anything else that I would that wanted. I haven't been playing anything else after Spider-Man that makes me want to go back and play it again and again. I know Jay, you're you're not the biggest uh, the biggest online multiplayer kind of person either but you you were you uh, were playing division play 2 right say again but but you've been playing division 2 right yeah by myself but got it it's, wait a minute you know. i i wish i had division 2 for the playstation i would i would totally play that game with you the, the aren't those division games yeah. aren't those division games uh about a virus that spread oh, all they're, over they're definitely about a pandemic. Yeah, so it's about it's kinda, a pandemic. So playing, so isn't doesn't it feel odd playing those games considering what's happening in the real world? Doesn't it make you feel no a, a bit uneasy? It makes me feel cathartic. Yeah. Okay. It's like J- Jay's out in the world doing something about it. He's he's helping Quavo. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if whatever floats your boat. Yeah. But as long as it doesn't uh, happen Burr and Chat says yeah. yeah. Say it again, Joe? Burr, Burr and Chat says he's been playing a lot of Magia Record on his phone lately. It's a gotcha game based on Madoka Magica, which we've talked about on the show. Sure. I remember. You don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm like I don't that's like. The, that's the deconstruction of a magical girl series. Oh, like the big. I one. do remember that. Deconstruction. Okay. Yeah. No, I do. I do remember you talking about that. Yeah. But the division two, it's cool. I like it. Like it's way too hard. <laughs> and like it, I was it, speaking it, to it, my brother about it. I mean, is it is it hard because you're playing it by yourself, or is it because you're playing with people that are not on the same page as you when it comes to the teamwork? Because a game like that does require you to all cooperate. Right, I play it by myself, and so my brother was. I was talking to my brother about it, and he was like, "Yeah, that game is one hundred percent not meant to be soloed." Like he says, the fact that I got as far as I have playing completely by myself is like an achievement. How, how far did you get? I am level 30. I just have the two uh, two strongholds left, and then I'll be in the end game. Really? The wow. That is, you know, you're right. Like, that's amazing. You're in the end game Because now. the biggest thing with Division 2 is that you have to make sure that you're covering your flanks. You have to outflank 
basically. Oh my god, they flank so much. Like, yeah, oh, it's yeah. so bullshit how they flank me. And like, there's never a corridor where I could just like. There's never a murder hole. No, like, well, there's one. There's one murder hole, and so they send a guy with like a shit ton of armor and an axe to come in. And when yeah. you dodge him, everyone else comes in. Yeah. So it like takes away your murder hole. Uh, if it wasn't for glitches, I actually would not have passed that part. Hilarity. But because are if you, you run not... away far enough, he just stops moving. Unless are... you take shots at him for a little bit. I, I'm sure, though, your, your gear set, like, you must have, like, turrets and stuff, right? Or, like, drones? I have the drones. drones. I use the drone and the hive. Yeah, yeah. So the drone to attack and the hive to heal. Yeah, I just kind of feel like, you know, it's one of those things where obviously the drone's not going to be as good as a, another person. But, uh... No. And the AI targets those kind of quick. Yeah. But, you know, so why no... Why not even try any, um... Like, um... Uh, damn! What matchmaking? I'm sorry. I'm sitting here. All of a sudden, I lost my 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 gaming jargon. I was like, "What is that called?" Yeah. Ma- why not try some some matchmaking for just some missions? Because you know, it's like it's. I, I will say this, like you know, and I haven't played Division Two in a little while, um, and I have been playing on Xbox versus PlayStation. But I would imagine, you know, the the PlayStation online community for that particular game is probably not that toxic. Like they, they might even talk to you. Like I wouldn't be surprised if most people aren't mic'd up over there at all. They're probably just playing the game and you know, like, like you should, I would say, try it. Like it might, it might work for you. It might be just like a really good, uh, NPC. Uh, I'll, I'll consider it. But even I mean, though, like, I don't have a mic, so I can't, we can't communicate. And so it'll just be, like, four people randomly doing shit. Well, but not, not necessarily randomly. I mean, because that's, that's yeah. the thing where, you know, I mean, the division, like, it's not, it's not a first-person shooter kind of deal, you know, where people, you're like, sometimes when you're talking about, like, say, you're doing like a team like if if say you're playing like Call of Duty it's like in a Call of Duty game it, you can totally be in your own world and not even realize how much you're being like being a detriment to your entire team and you don't even realize how bad you've lost until the end of the game you know what i mean mm-hmm. but but in Division 2, it's like, you know, everybody can kind of see each other. And, you know, it's like, I feel like people are like, there's a more, it, it feels like it's more, it's set up more for somebody to, like, um, be be more cooperative. Because, you know, you're like, your people are right there. Like, if they're getting gunned down, like, and don't get me wrong, you're always going to have, like, you know, your, your, your heroes that are going to run into the the mix of things and get killed, you know, get downed, uh, uh, you know, instantaneously and then be trying to crawl back and looking for revives and stuff, you know, but 
I mean, the end at the end of the day, especially if you're playing with like a squad of people, what you know, four or three other people, it's like, I mean, for you especially, it's like that's that's not even that big of a deal because you were playing by yourself anyway. <laughs> it's like <laughs> if if you have one competent person on your on a team, you're winning, right? And Real quick, oh, so. Anybody else feel weird hearing Jay say, Jay say murder hole? And Burr and Chessa is very weird. Oh. Look, I guess I've been your friend for too long. I'm like, I'm pretty sure we talk about murder holes all the time. <laughs> it was like long before <laughs> video games, right? We were just like, oh, man, we need to find a murder hole for this weekend. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like, like an insult you would give to somebody. Like, Hey, what what's up, you murder holes, or something like that? That's oh actually, wow, you're real bad actually, at insults, Tiger Claw. That's actually, <laughs> don't don't be a murder hole like that guy. Right, no, that's precious. I'm I'm very happy that you're you're not spending your time on the internet to, uh, insulting people, because if you were, you'd be much better at it than this. Hmm. So right. that's good. You're not one of the toxic ones, Claw. At least not for this yeah, reason. Because I'm, yeah, because I'm too nice. I was just thinking that. I'm like, Tiger Claw, way too nice. I'm he needs to edge up. <laughs> no, don't be the edge lord. So what edge, edge what lord. Uh, me? Yeah. Yeah, so... so um. Like you know, as I mentioned before, I'm I'm constantly on Splatoon two. I love that game. If anybody's listening and they want to play Splatoon two, please hit me up because I would love to get like a regular crew of, of Splatoon two players. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, always that. Um, I've I've also I'm playing um, Assassin's Creed Origins. Like that was like one of those games that was in my... Like, I bought it when it came out and probably didn't start playing it in any significant way until um, may, maybe the the beginning the beginning of uh, this year. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it, it. I've been playing that, and then uh, I've also been playing some, some Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, uh, the Black Order. I was actually just watching some gameplay of that, mm-hmm. and it looks a lot like the other ones. It is like better graphically, of course. Say it looks better graphically. Yeah. But it looks like it plays pretty much the same. Which is not a bad thing. But it's like, right. it feels like one of those things where it's like, the game hinges on, like, the story. Like, if that's oh. not there. <laughs> well, listen, be. I will say in my experience, you know, so far, uh, you know, I, I like... I hope the game doesn't hinge on the story because the story's okay. 
<laughs> which, which it's one. And don't get me wrong, I'm still not. I'm not super far in it. So, uh, uh, wait, hold on one second. Um, Moses, are you there? Yes. Oh, awesome, ladies and gentlemen, Moses Magnum. Welcome, Mo. Yeah, I don't like. I was trying to tell you guys a story about how Joe, Joe and I met. Like we actually met in a murder hole. But, yeah, for some reason you guys well, couldn't do tell, you. do tell. No, we sure couldn't. We sure couldn't hear you. Uh, listen, that definitely sounds like a much more interesting story than uh, what I'm about to tell you all about Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. So wait, what? Why? How did you all meet in a murder hole? What happened? Oh, this it's a joke. No. Say what? No, it was a joke. I was uh, saying that's how Joe and I met in the murder. Oh, gotcha. I was like, jeez. I was like, well, I was like, did or, I like? I, the funny part was, I was in here like, I'm pretty sure I introduced Jay to Mo. I'm like, were we murdering people? I mean, were you were you on the opposite ends, or were you on the same team? Because I, I looked the way when you said it like that, man, it made it, it made it sound extra creepy to me. I was the, like, what is the weird thing about Ultimate Alliance Three, Larry? Do tell. Um. No, you know, it's it's like the story, like, obviously, the, the story has to service the idea that you have all of these random heroes coming together. And, you know, the, the, it, the story, well, from what I've heard and what I've seen, the story, of course, is, is loosely based on, like, an Infinity Gauntlet-esque kind of saga. Uh, you know, the Black Order is in it, so that would put it, I guess, closer to Infinity than Infinity Gauntlet, um, as far as storylines go. But at the same time, it, it's neither one of those stories. It's it's its own story that is trying to service the idea that you have like all the heroes that are the most popular heroes in the Marvel universe, basically, you know, the ones that people know from the movies and all this kind of stuff. And it's, it's just okay. I mean, so far it's like, you know, it kind of, it, it, it pulls a little bit from like the new Avengers raft, uh, storyline. Um, I will say all the characters in the raft look super generic. With like super generic powers, all the mobs. Yeah, I mean it's it's literally like the I think if I'm remembering right, it's like the idea is that somebody was giving like like testing on the prison populace and the idea of giving them, you know, the powers of some of the people, like the heroes that are out there, like trying to give like trying to see about or testing the idea of giving people superpowers on the criminal population there. And then, so, you know, when you're fighting those guys, it's like literally like, okay, there's like a generic, uh, uh, fire elemental. And then there's like brutes, like just randomly strong people. And then there's like a Wolverine because you have to have Wolverine as everything, you know? And so it's like, yeah, it's not, it's not anything that special. You know, the, 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 better parts of the game are when you're coming when when you're like coming face to face with with um, the the villains or the characters is maybe the better way to say it that you know 
from from you know the the Marvel universe. Like you know, yeah, the Spider Man intro was pretty awesome. The the what? The Spider Man intro, like when yeah. he comes on the scene. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, and you know, it's like you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head, Jay, where you're like, okay, it's it's kind of the same. Like, as far as gameplay goes, it's the same game it was back in the day. And, you know, that's a gift and a curse because it's one of those things where it's like, okay, yeah, it's like it's a it's a RPG dungeon crawler kind of deal. And and that's cool if that is like, you know, what you're looking for gameplay wise. And, you know, it's like some people are, some people aren't. It's, it's you know, it's like the gaming industry itself obviously like moves forward. And some of us uh, want certain types of gameplay and, and others of us don't. You know, like I, I'm a big turn-based RPG guy. You know, a, a large portion of the gaming population, they don't need that. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just, you know, or at least maybe in America is the better way to say that. You know, there's a certain population in America that's like, you know, hey, I don't know necessarily that I need that. But there's still... Uh, a serviceable niche for it, but it's not like a ton of those on PlayStation. Say again, you get a ton of those on PlayStation. Well, yeah, but PlayStation isn't catering to an American audience. Like PlayStation, like their their bread and butter is is in Japan, which you know people love turn based RPGs in Japan. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly here too. I mean, like, there's a niche for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know that, you know, it's why like... Why just play on PlayStation 4? I, Say what? Why don't you just play on PlayStation 4? Like, they got what you want? No, I, I have a PlayStation 4, and the games that I that I want to play on PlayStation 4, I buy. Like, I, I, I wanted to play um, Legend of Heroes, Trail, Trails of Cold Steel, and oh, I that was, was like... Great. It, it's, I mean, everyone talks about it like it's the basically one of the best JRPGs in existence, period, like as far as the series goes. And, you know, it's like, I, well, I'm like, I want to be a part of that. So I bought it and I have it so, for PlayStation, you know. So are you looking forward to uh, the new DLC that's coming out for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3? That's all about Fantastic I am, Four. I am. I am. Just because... Um, you know, I mean, and that this is the other thing that I think is a slight, a slight, uh, um, like disappointment with with Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance three is I feel like one and two, and of course the predecessors, the the X Men games, um, those games felt like they took a lot of time crafting what each hero does and how they feel to make sure they have like a good representation of of that character you know like trying to bring something to the character that um that that you know makes you feel like okay I'm definitely playing as Spider-Man you know what I'm saying um Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is hit and miss in that area. Like some characters, you definitely feel like you're playing as those characters, 
and other characters, it's like, I guess this could be anybody. You know what I mean? And and that's unfortunate, just because I feel like the the previous games did a better job of making sure that, you know, like it felt like everyone not only was like bringing a little bit some of something to the table, but it felt like you were playing as that character. And and you know, keeping in mind too that Marvel Ultimate Alliance three has a much larger uh, roster than the other games, so that that's I guess the the trade-off where it's like okay yeah yeah a lot more people it's only gonna get bigger as they add more dlc for it that's true but you know obviously when you when you're talking about dlc it's like you're having more time to um more time to be able to focus on individual characters you know it's like like they had the the what was that that midnight suns pack or whatever right and it's like when you came out you had like you know blade and morbius and those you you were only focusing basically on those four people at that moment as opposed to the roster of 30 people from before so you know and so it's just one of those things where it's like you could tell that like Obviously, in this game, they made sure that when you play a Spider-Man, um, you feel like Spider-Man. Uh huh. Yeah, and usually when you don't put want up, to play a Spider-Man. Usually, when you pick your roster, you you normally pick up the best people that you think are strong enough. You know that that, that they got a how do you how do you say it? like you you pick out the best characters that you know you have a chance at at c- completing the game because you can eventually. Uh, you know, level them up, and they become OP at some point, where you can just you know blaze right through I, the entire level. Yeah, and and the the you know, but I will say like Black Widow, not as much. You know, <laughs> like it doesn't. I don't necessarily feel like oh, like a lot's happening. Any hmm. kind of character, but you know. If you can make Captain America feel special and and good to play, you should be able to do that with, for Black Widow as well in the same way. Just you know, different because it's a different kind of character. Um, but some DLC to bring Excalibur into the game. Is there any plans for DLC to bring Excalibur? You said. Yeah. Not that I know of. Now, when you say Excalibur, are you talking about, like, the classic Excalibur team, or are you talking about, like, the current one? The current one. Oh, no, Joe. They're not doing that yet. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> really? Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe they should do a DLC <laughs> to bring in the Star Jammers team. Never know. Well, they already have... Wait, say say like say that again, Mo. They already have the movie Guardians in it, right? Yeah, they have the movie Guardians. Yeah, there you go. Know. That's their Star Jabber. Yeah, but <laughs> the, the, the only difference is the only difference is uh, one group is basically uh, criminals, and the others are space pirates. <laughs> that movie. I mean, that movie makes no. Uh, I'm just saying, like, isn't a space pirate a criminal? 
Only until you get caught. Okay. What were you going to say, Jay? <laughs> oh, I was saying my girl went off in issue nine. Oh, Jubilee. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, look now, if Jubilee is what you're looking for, Jubilee might end up in the game. I don't know that, that you know, this version of Excalibur would, but but Jubilee might just be an X-Man, so... Now, Larry, I have a couple uh, more technical questions. Yes. Um, how do you feel? Will you play your Switch on the TV or on the handheld? I do both, but but primarily on the TV. For Ultimate Alliance, okay. So from Ultimate Alliance on the TV is fine. Like, it, it's yeah. More. How about handheld? Because it is like you know zoomed out by the nature of the game, the style of the game. You know, yeah. the dungeon stuff. Um. Now, how's it? How is it on that smaller screen? It it's it still works. Um, I will say though, you know, like they took it into account when they were designing the game because it has has kind of like the the kind of classic isometric kind of view, but they also have a heroic mode view that kind of like zooms in uh, closer. It's not close. It's not. You know, it's not Resident Evil 4, um, you know, over your shoulder like that. And closer to your back and kind of gives you, like, the ability to target and things like that. So that if, you know, it, like, I, they, they say it in, or at least in the, if I'm not, if I'm remembering right, in the description, they kind of say, like, hey, if you want to be closer in on the action and feel like, you know, more like, you know, you're this person, use heroic mode, but I'm, for all intents and purposes, I feel like it's the mode you, you use in handheld for that smaller screen, you know? Otherwise, okay. you're looking at little blips. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The, I was concerned about that because I'm having problems with the Switch on handheld. Like, Oh, for your Cthulhu game? No, no, no. I'm playing. I'm actually playing that on Xbox. But oh. just in general, like some game, like I, I'm playing one called uh, I think it's called Dark Light, and it's kind of like a, a Castlevania type mm-hmm. games uh, platformer. Yeah, and cool. But you know, in those games, usually like there's the sprites are smaller, and this one does a good job, but it's not that as great. Like, and then for example, like I'm playing The Witcher on PlayStation Three. But I'm like, man, maybe I should just get it on the... Well, before I was locked into my home, <laughs> I was like, maybe I should just buy it on the Switch because mm-hmm. it has the, the the DLC, the complete stuff. Right. And I can just take it with me to play wherever. And it's like, when I'm playing... Like, just the captions alone on The Witcher 3, I'm like, man, I don't know how I'm going to handle this in, on handheld like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, luckily, I didn't buy it ahead of time. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I will say that, um, you know, I, I, I think that there are some games that definitely lend themselves to handheld mo- mode more than others. I could totally see, yeah, Witcher Three not necessarily being the kind of game you play uh, uh, in handheld per se. At, at the same time, though, it's like I am either. Te- <laughs> Technically, it's it's fully voiced, right? I mean, 
It is, but I don't like making noise, like especially like on a handheld thing, because I'm playing it either around people or you know, like for example, um, yeah, but you use your headphones. I don't want to use headphones. Like I want to talk to people I'm hanging out with, but I want to play The Witcher too. Well, Mo, it sounds it sounds to me like you're doing a little too much. Like, yeah, almost everything I play on 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 my phone, like I I don't play on the loudspeaker or headphones. Like I can just play without you know i guess i've been spoiled by phone gaming in that (laughs) (laughs) that that i i just i don't want to play stuff without noise oh i mean look you can i mean yeah i don't know what to tell you on that i mean it's a story driven game (laughs) (laughs) like you know but i i think that you could get through the action aspects of it Mm -hmm. on handheld because i mean realistically speaking right like witcher also, uh, Switch doesn't support um, Bluetooth headphones. That's true. You have so, to have wired. And I, and all my wired are iOS headphones. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that and that's that's a, a oversight on their part. Like, or maybe not oversight. It's a it might just been a conscious choice, I, but it's a it's I, a bad choice. I almost wish I would have waited for the Switch Lite. Does that support Bluetooth? No, but. I don't. I don't play it on the TV at all. So. Oh, got you. So that's where it's like that. That's why I held off on Ultimate Alliance myself because, like, well, I don't know. I remember playing on a big screen and then still having like, you know, right. Everything's little. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and like I said, they they do have the mode that kind of that comes in, and it, it comes in like good. Like you know, it's say again. Like twenty percent of of it, like. Oh no, no, closer, much closer than twenty percent. Like okay. it's, it. I mean, it. I won't say that it's like. It's you know a single player game. It's not like okay, it turns from isometric to Arkham. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't do that. But it definitely pulls in enough that if you were playing on a smaller screen, you you can play the game. You know, I think that, you know, you do lose a little bit of like the the connected the connective or uh, connectedness with your other heroes. And, um, you know, it's a it's a weird it's a weird thing. Like, I feel like there's a lot of like, little small things that weren't the case with the other Ultimate Alliance games that happened with this one. Like, you know, I felt like. The you know, you're playing. Like obviously, if you're not playing with three other people, you you have the the you know the computer, the AI like taking over, and I feel like the, you know the AI was a lot more even in the other games too. I feel like in this game, they're either like my people are either getting beat up or they're killing everything, and I don't know why that <laughs> like what the difference is. You know, like I don't know. Like if there, like if there very well could be something that I'm doing, like some command or something I'm giving them inadvertently, pushing some button, you know, like pushing the murder hole button. I don't know, but either way, it's just like either I'm looking and I'm like, man, I think I need to switch to Thor because he's gonna die, or <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, let's get ready to, you know, beat up Electro, and I'm like, man, do these fools just kill Electro before I can get to the fight? Like I'm like, how do they kill Electro? <laughs> and I'm like, man, like it's a, it's a kind of like, and I'm, I'm definitely electro, exaggerating. Yeah. They, 
That's a good question. <laughs> now, how do you feel about the stagger bar? <sighs> you know, like, I understand why it's there, but I don't feel like it's the best solution to that problem. Like, I, I much would have preferred there to be some sort of uh, in-game kind of move or something that I should do or need to do in order to stagger them. As opposed to just, you know, hitting them, hitting them, hitting them, hitting them until that bar fills up. You know? Yeah. like It almost for, feels like they could have just elongated the health bar. Yeah. Or done something else, like a shield yeah. or yeah, and, and I think that that's the thing. Like, I know, for instance, like, you know, in, like, Assassin's Creed Origins, which, I, and I'm pretty sure that's also, this is also the case for uh, Odyssey, is, you know, you have some enemies that, you know, are, like, you know, heavies, and they have shields and things like that, and you have to hit them with a heavy attack or a charged attack, you know, a charged heavy attack in order, like, to shield break them, and then you can hit them. And, you know, that's a, a, a fun and active, feels more of an active mechanic than, you know, me just hitting this person and the effects are a lot less until this bar fills up. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's that just, was the one I was really not liking about what I watched. Yeah. And, the, you know, the other aspect of this game that I'm not as big of a fan of is that, you know, the, the you know, these the X-Men and the Marvel games, um, you know, they're, they're dungeon-crawling RPGs. And I felt like the, the role-playing, like the RPG elements of it were a lot cleaner in the previous games. And this, like, there's a lot of stats and a lot of different things, but it's kind of like, it feels like I'm immersing myself in some side, some sort of like tactical side in order to try to figure, or in, in order to figure out how to best optimize my character. It just feels like a lot of numbers are being thrown, and which is crazy because like I'm like I love that aspect of RPGs. Like I love stats and like. Twi- like, like fiddling with characters and like taking a one weapon away and add it with another, or put another weapon in just to kind of see if I do that along with like this piece of armor. Is there any kind of synergy and things like that? Like you know, I mean, it's there can there are literal game sessions I have where I might spend like thirty to forty five minutes only messing with like gear and doing stat stuff and then like that was my gaming session like not like oh I meant to play but then you know I ran out of time it's like no I I, what I wanted to do with this time was that so that I take my time and like figure it out and kind of like look to see like what happens when these stats move and that stats move and there's a lot of numbers in in Ultimate Alliance 3 that I think are supposed to be for that, but it just it doesn't it doesn't the way it's presented doesn't feel 
like anything to me. And, you know, it's like I've went to it like two different times trying to kind of like get a better handle on it. And I'm just like, actually, I just think this system is just not set up great. Like, I, I like what they do with the stat bonuses. Like, you know, they like just the same way how they have the synergies with the team, the teammates. And so it's like, you know, if you like, say, have an all people that are like the original Avengers, you get a boost or like, you know, if you get like a new Avengers team or, you know, like, you know, like that, they used to do that right. back in the day. They still have those. And that's cool. And they kind of give like a little bit of extra boost more so than some of the other games. But the, all the other stuff, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm not sure what, like how these orbs are working, all kind of stuff. And I, and I know I could probably like go on like YouTube and like look up a thing and somebody will explain it to me. And I'll well, be you like, shouldn't have to. Right. Exactly. I shouldn't. Yeah. It's like, it's like I've been playing games my whole life. It's like, this isn't me. You know, this isn't like me picking up a controller today and the last controller I played was an NES controller. I'm like, what do all these buttons do? Like, no, this, that's not what this is, you know? This is me, right. like, being an experienced, like, role-playing game player and looking at your system and just being like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I'm not even sure if you all had a vision of what you were trying to do with this. So that's disappointing, too, because I want, I like that aspect of the game and I feel like at this point, it's a little bit like locked off to me, and for no good reason. Like it's there, like I know it's there. Like and I've been picking up all types of stuff that is like supposedly rare items and all kinds of stuff. But I'm like, uh, when I go to use them, I'm like, I don't know, I guess. Or go to you know, I'm looking at the screen. I'm like, I guess if I put this many orbs here, they'll unlock another ability. I guess, <laughs> you know. So right. it's. Like, honestly, I'd probably be having a lot more fun if I had other people to play with. Because then I probably wouldn't even be thinking about that other stuff, but playing on my own. And then and, and I think the big thing, too, is, like, if every character was, like, equally, like, felt like they had an equal amount of care put into them, it would be different. Like, I, I you know, I was playing as, as Falcon yesterday, and I was like, nah. <laughs> it's like I'm like nah it's just it's basically a popularity contest like whatever the more popular the character the better they probably the more fun they're going to be no that's a shame yeah exactly because it's like one of those things where it's, you know like I haven't even gotten to the point where I can play a Cyclops yet and I'm like I'm a little worried I'm like I know that Cyclops is like one of the main X Men, but you know Cyclops hasn't been in in the mainstream lately. And I'm like, is Cyclops your number one be good? favorite character? I don't know if I remember. Exactly, Tiger Claw. Tell him. Let him know. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, speaking of stats, um, there's actually a turn-based JRPG on. PlayStation that deals with stats a lot. Like you would have a field day with it called Dark Rose Valkyrie. Like if you ever get a chance to pick it up on the cheap, you might want to. What what's it called? Dark Rose Valkyrie. Okay. It's a turn-based JRPG, and that's definitely like a lot of stats 
a lot of different weapon combinations, move combinations. Um, you get like five people in a party with uh, five backups, and then you have to like work together to get them like the work to get their moves like synced up, like the gear to help them and the sync up with other moves. And it's like one of the most robust combat systems I've encountered in a while. Oh, okay, cool. I will check that out. Dark Rose Valkyrie. And it's not as like, how should I say, really, as some of the other games I know you don't like. Really. Oh, girly? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh. Like, what games are not like because they're girly? Um, you didn't like Mega Quartet, which actually does have the most robust uh, fighting system I've ever played. I think in a JRPG because it was girly. And you didn't like Atlier because it was girly. And Atlier does not have a robust system. So I wouldn't... That is pretty understandable. I don't remember. I don't remember. Like, man, the fighting system is so complex. But yeah. you were like... Not for me. Now, Larry, there, another game you might want to check out and it's kind of a happy medium. You might not like it because it's less robust like that, but it's a happy medium into what someone like me would like. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know if you can even get it. I mean, you still have your 360, so you can probably still get it. Um, is uh, Enchanted Arms. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm actually thinking of going back to it because yeah. you get to have a dog in that, too. I, like I feel like Enchanted Arms might be backwards compatible. I feel like it is. A lot of stuff is like I just Game Pass. Like, yeah, I can get the Knights of the Old Republic too, and I'm like, oh sweet, because mm-hmm. I was gonna buy that on on my phone because they have it for the phone. But I'm like, yeah, I don't know the screen, you know, all that. So I'm like, but then I saw that they have it there too, so I'm like, oh, I might start that again. Yeah. Miss that game. Especially now that it's just legends. I'm looking I'm looking at this um this game, Jay, just like looking at the gameplay. And yeah, it looks it looks really good. Like it actually ironically enough, it Trails of Cold Steel as far as like the the, the system. Because it has like you know the the um it's not an active time thing, but it has like the turn the turn meter thing on the left. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It looks it looks really interesting. Yeah, it's good. Like real complaint with it, I have like two. One, the new game plus does not necessarily make the game easier. 
Well, how does like that work? That. Huh? Like, they carry over some stats, but not all of them. Oh. And the enemies just are, like, can be ridiculous. Like, they're going to force you to learn, like, all these stats and move combinations and stuff. So it's like, I played it through... Like, I tried hard, but then I was like, man, this is too much right. for me. And then, so I finished the boat on normal. And the story is kind of cool, because it changes. The story changes every time? I said that wrong. Not the story, oh, but an aspect of the story. So, like... And this isn't a spoiler. Like, this is a game mechanic. But one of the team people on your team is a mole for the bad guys. Mm. And figure that out, but it changes each playthrough. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, Mo, what have you been playing? I uh, I've been playing the stock market. <laughs> You've been losing, huh? Well, I, I guess. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing: is you gotta you, you don't play the stock market like a gambler. You know what I mean? So if your stuff is stable, you're either not gonna lose a lot, or or you know. But that's beside the point. I was just being jokingly about that, but. Um, I've been playing a, a lot of Tetris 99. Nice. The did you end up being in? Royal Games? Uh, on the Tetris 99. Hold on a second. Like, the highest I've gotten? Yeah. Or lowest, rather. Once I got, like, two. But, oh, lowest is, like, 80-something. <laughs> No, no. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, I mean. I it, it, it has to be like the lowest. The lowest number is would be how high you ranked. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what you mean. I, I in the match, the the farthest I've got was been like second place. But oh, the lowest, that's good. And, yeah, and then the low. And it I noticed just, when I first level up, like I, I start. At a you know losing faster and then I build up, you know the more it goes. Uh, it, it, that game gets brutal that one, as like, that game gets brutal as more people oh, start oh, to lose. That game is then, really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hold hold on, Tiger Claw. Go go ahead, Mom. No, go ahead. No, what I'm saying is that game gets brutal <laughs> when uh, the moment more people are losing and it's just. You and a few people left, and they all are attacking you at once. Yeah, that could get hard. Is it, it's very, um, <laughs> it gets very, very, very uh, nerve wracking, and I love it. Um, and one of the things is like, yeah, you can set your priority on who to attack if you're going to attack somebody that you can kill cool. You know what I mean? 
or random or who, anybody that's just about to be knocked out, like you could be the one to knock them out. Um, so, but I've also been playing. I've been playing the Call of Cthulhu, and that one's really good because it's it's like a, a noir detective game, and it has the the RPG elements, but not the not all the stat, but more of like the interaction with people, and things like that, and the way you you, you know the way you answer could give you a different result, and but it also has a little bit of the the detective-y... Like a telltale game where you kind of have to like see the environment and Im- investigate every little piece that glows, you know. Yeah. So I like that. I only gotten like two levels in. Switched to another game on Game Pass called the uh, After Party, which is like you're you're in hell. Yeah, yeah, I, that looks good too. Yeah, it's it's a pretty fun game. We, what did you say? Yeah. Yeah, Jay talked about it. I remember that. Yeah, no, I remember. Oh, oh, now you remember. I remember <laughs> after party. Yeah. yeah. And then that one I started, but then I got sidetracked. So I'll probably go back to it. And then I just got the uh, the Blair Witch one. Um, but that Larry's going to cry when I make him play it. But I'm not playing it. <laughs> No, but but the Call of Cthulhu one's the main one that that I was like really into because I really just like the opening scene is like very you're just wake up in this weird like slimy area and then the way the people look like the cult of like people they're killing murdering and sacrificing in it is really like scary but I I can't turn away. And uh, I love that. So they're so they're basically a bunch no, of murder holes. Mm-hmm. You're, you start in one big murder hole. Yeah. So I will say I'm not generally the kind of guy that watches people play video games. Uh, but you know, for pre-production, I try it watching Call of Cthulhu and. It's definitely one of those games where I would much rather play it than watch someone play. Yeah. Like, especially with the pacing, like, it has a really, I don't want to say slow, but it's kind of like, what, what's a good word? Not maybe meticulous yeah, type it, of start. It's almost like tedious, but not in a negative way. Like, if you're experiencing it, it's fine because you're investigating, but if you're yeah, watching like, body, it is. It, yeah, like if I was playing it, I would be really into it. But watching it, it's yeah. I would rather just be watching like a movie or something because you know the, it's still gameplay. So the guy is like going around and seeing what he can and can't interact with, which is fine when you're playing, but. Not as much for me when you're watching, but I think I watched about like 20 minutes or so where he gets to dark water yeah. uh, in the bar. And I got to say, every time they said it, I thought like, man, it would be great to have like a Pirates of Dark Water like come back as like a show yeah. or a game 
Well, you know what? I, look, we might have to pitch that because I, I know, like, the world of Dark Water, of Pirates of Dark Water, is one that I would like to see explored more um, right. in, in some form of fiction. I don't give a, I'll, I'll read a fucking novel if I have to. Because it, it was just, I remember being so intrigued by it uh, when I was a little kid. And then even as an adult, like, I go back and research, and like, oh, you only get so much? Because they only made so much, you know? But yeah, it, they didn't finish the story. Right. And it was one of the few at the time, like, very few cartoons were telling a continued, like, right. a for real serialized story. story. Yeah. yeah. Like, Transformers had hints of serialization, were like, with some of the themes. And uh, every once in a while, like, Thundercats would go through. But for the most part, it was like, your Robotech's yeah. uh, like serialization, and even then that was considered kind of neat, like relegated to, you know, after school weekday. And like, but for like Saturday morning cartoons, you just get that. And Joe, from watching Call of Cthulhu, oh, there was another one that I wanted to add to the serialized cartoon. There was a Peter Pan cartoon on Fox that was, like, really serious. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about the Lost Boys? I don't know if it was called the Lost Boys, but... The uh, one with Tim Curry. Yeah. Which one is that one? Where Tim Curry was Captain Hook. Yeah. It came on Fox. And it's animated? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But I, I feel like now with this quarantine, because, you know, if it does end up taking longer than the 30 days they gave us, we're probably going to see a big, a lot uh, spike in animated media. Like, stuff that probably was going to be a movie will probably end up being an animated something or other. Like, not just for children. Yeah, it is easier to animate, kind of, than it is to live-action things. Yeah. Like, with, for the most part, like, your writers, your storyboarders, your uh, directors can all kind of work from home. Yeah. Uh, even recording uh, yeah. can be done, like, with the minimum, like, you don't have to have everyone in the same place at the same time, even though a lot of the chemistry works better that way. Uh, but even then, like, if your cast is small, you can still kind of get together. Yeah. But, it, yeah, animation, yeah, would be easy to do right now. Like, I think more people should do animation. And also the technology for it is, is a lot more accessible. So even independently, you're probably going to get more as well as, like, if studios were smart, that's where they would start shifting some of it, you know? Right. And I will say, I guess HBO Max saw this coming because they're, like, they've got, like, a ton of animation shit. Yeah, maybe maybe they did it just to get the animation shit. <laughs> but, yeah, Call of Cthulhu is, like, a good... It's a fun adventure it, for me. <laughs> I like the ambiance. I like the the design. Like Joe, like you saw that opening scene where you're like in that weird nightmare realm, but it mm -hmm. might be like a premonition thing. 
like that design of the that cult people like I loved. Yeah, it was good. Like visually the game looks great. Like well not great great, but because everything is kind of murky and dark, but great aesthetically. Because they're going for murky and dark. Yeah. And so then, yeah, like aesthetically it looks great. Like you really feel the the thickness in the air. Yeah. The impending doom. Right. Um and then another game I played was Kingdom Hearts three on Game Pass. And uh that was how would I'm sorry, say that again, Jim? No, I was saying just saying how is that? I, I like it, but I just feel like it could have had better graphics. It could have had better like voice syncing. Like it just felt like they 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 ported a PlayStation Two game to oh. Xbox One. That's disappointing. Yeah, like I, I expected a lot better, um, a lot better like voice syncing, like you know. The the voice animation, like especially now when everything's so clear, and the screens are so big, like they all look like like uh, you know dummy puppets, like <laughs> you know, like somebody's just moving the bottom jaw. Yeah, like there's no fluidity in the lip move, movement and everything. And I noticed that with other games too, but with other games, I give them a little more leeway because they're not, you know either a, a huge company or uh, they weren't in production for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Do you think part of that has to do with the fact that the original language is Japanese and that they're kind of just dubbing the English into it? That might be it, but it still feels, the jaw feels stiff, like the lips feel stiff. I don't know. I've seen Japanese game where it's, that might not be the case. Like, um, well, Final Fantasy, I think they released that here first. They made it for English and then Japanese, but... Which uh, one? 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, because 10 was really, like, looked really good with for that, but I think they actually recorded that in English first. Um, one of the cool things about the Final Fantasy VII remake is they recorded both. Okay. I yeah, because so- I was up too. Movements will actually be different for Japanese and English. Okay. Like the animations for both. Yeah, for both. Like speaking in Japanese and for speaking in English. Yeah. And see, I wish you know, King, something like Kingdom Hearts would have been great to have that do that too because you know, like, I grew up not grew up playing Kingdom Hearts but came out when I was a little older but I was still a teenager, you know? Or actually no. Yeah. <laughs> I was immature. <laughs> but, you know, like I know people that like for example, the kid that I let play Kingdom Hearts that erased my data is now like twenty five. And he would have had a kid. You... Huh? Did you beat the shit out of him? No. <laughs> but he You gotta do that. Yeah, you won't learn. Yeah, no, he learns. I, every time I see him, I tell him because he's a family friend. I'm like, hey, remember when you deleted my Kingdom Hearts data? And he's like, he, 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 
he's bigger than I am. He's built like me, but he's like six <laughs> two. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought. Yeah, but, I thought. Uh, but, I thought you were gonna beat him up or something. Yeah, but no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. You know, I figured, hey, I'm a grown up. I'm gonna have time to play all my life, and then I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's like he would have had a kid, and and if he's like, oh, the, a newer version of this game that I played, that I erased the data for somebody when I was, when I was uh, eight, like I could share with my kids, and then it's a disappointing for him. Like it looks exactly the same. Then that's that's, that's not good. Karma, he probably wouldn't yeah. think that. That's probably a me. Car- yeah, it's, it's called karma. Yeah. Yeah, it's called karma. That's the title of this episode. It's called Karm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't been playing as much as I thought I would because, you know, I have a job of doing this show every day. So, but uh, I don't know. I'll get back. Does that include doing a show on Saturday and Sunday as well? No. <laughs> no. No weekends? Okay. <laughs> Just Monday through Fridays. No. That's, that's as far as you will go. Off. <laughs> so Saturday and Sunday is when we do work for the show, but pre-production. Yeah. Well, yeah so we should, we should, oh. Go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. You go ahead. I was going to say, we should also mention that uh, next week we're, we're not going to do a morning show on Wednesday. Larry, you worked in radio. You don't do that. Why not? We're going to play a rerun in the morning and do the show at night, but they don't need to know that till they actually tune in because we need those numbers. Oh, I'm sorry, Mo. You worked in radio, Larry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but... Yeah, but he was on the team. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Wait, pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's difficult doing two shows on a Wednesday because uh, there's not enough news out there to report in the morning. So you, you usually get that on the last minute at night. So it's kind of hard to. No, fill in. you know what? I've changed my mind. We're doing shows. In fact, we're going to do shows Saturday and Sunday too. And see, here, here's the thing, Tyre Claw. It's not hard doing two shows on Wednesday. It's doing hard. It's hard doing a show on Thursday after doing two shows on Wednesday. Yeah. Why? Because you got to get up early in Larry, the morning. Because you got to get up yeah, early yeah. in the morning to do the show, and you rather just. Get a better night's sleep. You know, on the, on the way back to the house, I heard it was lunchtime. <laughs> Tune in, Fantastic Forum weekends. <laughs> Weekend edition. That's uncanny. I can't. Enough. Mm-hmm. Right. Anything else you guys yes, want to get to, or numbers? I don't have anything, anything. else. You have anything else, Jay? Um, I also been playing Borderlands Three. Of course, you have. It's pretty cool. I mean, they do a lot of shit wrong, which is weird. Like they made a lot of bad choices for this game. Like what? But well, they have like challenges that you can do, like you know, do this much amount of damage or with this amount of with this kind of weapon or whatever. But they're like hidden, like 
they used to be like easy to get to. Like it used to be like one of the menu tabs, but now it's like hidden inside the map tab for some reason. But not even like the map map tab. You have to go to like the galaxy map tab. Like it's it's really odd where they placed it. Uh, another thing is like uh, companies will send you guns for like using their weapons, but you have to like pause and like go to like the social tab in order to get them. Like you don't just get them; you have to like kind of go out of your way to get them. Like it, it's weird. Like they do a bunch of just weird decisions but other than that I kind of love it like it's <laughs> I mean Borderlands so like some of the shit they do they do really good uh, but it's just some weird things and like the maps are kind of too big I think hmm. uh, yeah they're like there's a lot of space but not a lot in that space Mm. So any interest was, in yeah? So any interest in playing those Borderland games on the Switch? Because they are bringing those to the Switch. If you watch that mini direct, well, I don't have Switch. Yeah, I don't have a Switch, so I can't say I'm that interested in it. Um, and even if there's crossplay, no one else I know. Is really into Borderlands. Like I know Oz is playing, but I think he's on Xbox. So maybe if there's crossplay, I could play with him. Yeah, I wonder. How but as far game... as that, like, yeah, I wonder how that game. Lawrence doesn't like. I mean, and Mo, I don't think Mo plays it. Do you, Mo? I... I played the first one and it was cool, but it is a tricky game because it has its own like set of humor and nuance along with the type of game it is. Mm-hmm. And it was a little weird for me at first, but I liked it. I'm like, okay, I got to get more into this. And then I just never had time to go back. And so I only played, I think about, I want to say maybe like two uh, maybe about yeah, about forty-five minutes to an hour and a half or so of the first game, and it was cool. And now, as seeing it progress, it's like man, it's one of those things I should have stuck with. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I I rather watch Borderlands, like, and not even what the game, like, more so like I I want it to be like a TV show or something. Well, they are gonna make it into a movie. If I like, remember, if, I, the if, world is cool. The uh, game rem- itself is is not for me. It doesn't seem, uh, even though maybe the Telltale one. Uh, they got this guy. I forgot his name. Oh, that he's going to direct the yeah. Borderlands movie. Um, I forgot, I forgot his name, but he did, he did something. Let me, let me check real quick because he, he's done a couple of something movies. cool like. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What are you going to say, Jay? Uh, something cool I came across this morning. But Penn and Teller cameo in this one. Oh, cool. Kind of awesome. 
Like, it was weird at first, because the dude was talking, but I couldn't place his voice. Like, I knew the voice, but I just couldn't place it. But then when they showed him and Teller together, I was like, oh, okay. They're pain and terror. Pain and terror. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, the Borderlands movie is going to be directed by Eli Roth for Lionsgate. Mm. Oh, that guy? Yeah. I can't believe... Yeah. You should use a household name. I can't believe you didn't. Uh, you didn't know who you were. Now I like Eli Roth. I like, do. I know a lot of people don't, uh, but I think he does some good shit sometimes when he wants to. Yeah. Well, I, he always tries to do good shit, and it just some people don't feel it, you know. Because you know some of his good shit involves. A testicle being pulled out and then squashed. Uh, maybe that's something you'll see right. in the Borderlands movie. Isn't Borderlands like a gory type of game? Is there a lot of gore in it? Yes. So there you there you have it. Eli Roth is probably perfect for this. Except no. Borderlands, I think, needs to be animated to do it right. I think in a live-action Borderlands, what would like what would suffer first, even before the story, would probably be like the design. Yeah. Right, and the live-action characters, except for Angel, the live-action characters look really gross to me. And like I wonder, you remember Angel from the first. Uh, I think so. Is he the guy at the beginning? Who's, I wonder, the girl at the beginning that first starts talking to you, and she's like in that kind of band, but she's like realistic. Yeah. I wonder. Well, who they do that with yeah. some of the other part three, and they just look awful. Like, oh my god! Like, just gross to look at. I wonder who. I wonder who they will get to voice the robot. A robot in the game. Some notable voice actor. And they could get the guy who does the voice from the games. But I think they would probably hire some uh, known actor to play... uh, What's his name? The name of the robot. They got quiet all of a sudden. Right. I think it would be smart to get the person from the game to do it because Borderland fans are fucking. They get uptight about that type of shit. Uh, Like, I know when Troy Baker wasn't asked to come back, there was like a damn near mini riot. You know, the the thing is, the voice of the robot is, is actually one of the developers. Which is pretty rare. I mean, get someone from your own team to do the voices. Because it's cheaper to do it. Also, not as rare as you think it is. Okay. So there you have it. That's another thing. Just real quick, thinking about talking about voice actors. Um... I'm pretty sure Mark Hamill plays 
uh, Green Goblin in Marvel Ultimate Alliance. But it's, oh, it's cool. but it's the Joker. Okay, if if you were okay like, here, yeah, he's doing the were, Joker voice. If you were to cast the characters in a Borderlands movie, who would you cast to play a character like, say, Handsome Jack? Who will make a good Handsome Jack? Uh, a guy by the name of Tiger Claw. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, since I want to animate it, I would just cast all the people from the games. Which is very unlikely. But it is what it is. Uh there's a little bit of comic. Uh, I'm sorry about video game news out there. Uh, the source code for the Xbox One or the new one, the the next generation console. Uh, Xbox Series X. Yeah, the the source code got hacked and and is held for ransom. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it, we'll, we'll see how that goes because the guy said he's just going to dump it if he doesn't get the money. I mean, is that have, they, have they confirmed? Have they confirmed that it is the actual code? How do we know that it is the actual code and it's not just someone pretending to be like, "Hey, I got the I got the code," and there's no way of verifying it. Well, they got it from uh, what is it? One of those company that makes the the processors was it like the, you're forget, not talking I, about AMD have, right yeah AMD and yeah, let's see here it says AMD says AMD says that the hacker has obtained its source files for some of its current and future GPUs including man. details about the Xbox series man this is and this uh, is, yeah so, man this is why I wish this is why I wish Microsoft should have stick with Intel, because AMD is garbage. If they can't protect their source code, you don't have- if they cannot protect their source code, why even bother go- sticking with them? Well, the internet is like the Wild West in a sense, where like nothing is really protected. Like, yeah, you take safeguards, but it's not really protection because it just. It's just a safeguard. It's like, yeah, you build a wall high enough, eventually somebody's going to be able to climb it. You know what I mean? Or you build a, you know, you build a fence, and eventually somebody will be able to cut a hole in it. You know, like that's just it, you got to be. It's always move forward. So there's always going to be somebody ahead of you. I mean, you look at it with like the jailbreaks for the iOS. Like, you know, they do a new update, and boom, there's another one. Like, it's update culture now for that sense and security. And, you know, with something that's not even out yet, like, they don't even really know how to secure it fully, you know? Because, because a lot of people, because a lot of these people want to take control of their own devices and not have the companies, uh, you know, fix it for them. Because sometimes they, 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 they release an update and it breaks something. Yeah, so what is it? Like, which one, like, is AMD garbage or is people garbage? Uh, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not really. Uh, I'm more of an Intel fan than an AMD fan when it comes to processors because I believe that Intel makes better processors. 
because they're a lot faster. Yeah, but they they could get shit hacked too. Well, yeah, but they 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 would release. They just uh, have, but mm-hmm. they but they usually release a fix for that stuff. I don't know how fast AMD is with is with the with any fixes. Anyway, what else do we got? I think that's it. Uh, so no comic book news, just just that stuff. Well, it wasn't the comic book show today. Yeah, you because you guys, I, I guess you guys already read all of this week's comics, and there's nothing else to uh, talk about. It's understandable. Tarkov, it's a wrap up music. <laughs> well, you're you're in such a you're in such a mood today, uh, Moses. I know, I know, I understand that this whole pandemic thing has got you on edge, man. But you know, for someone like me who's always at home, it's just another typical day. <laughs> you know, this, this is how you know. This is how you know it's a fucking uh, a pandemic and a world crisis, and the world's coming to an end. Tire Claude just literally regurgitated himself from chat three days <laughs> alright Tyreclaw why don't you give us some final thoughts man oh wait I need to play that music first okay final oops final thoughts um well um it's Friday um I don't know what you guys can do. You can either go uh, play video games at home or watch a movie. It's really up to you because there's we, because we don't really have much of a choice right now. So have at it. Jay, final thoughts. Uh, the Steven Universe future finale is tonight. So. Yeah, if you're in the Steven Universe, that's happening. The end of an era. Most Magnum, final thoughts? Uh, they say so. For the entire Fantastic Forum, we thank you so much for hanging out with us all week. Come back next week. We got shows for you. Monday morning, 10 a.m., Uh, live only on allgames.com have a good weekend folks